Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. This week, good topic. It's uh, it's one that I I initially was going to go crazy rant guy and then decided hmm, maybe bring value instead. So that's what we did. Um, but we're talking about exclusivity and how it sucks and how it is a detriment to goals and is a detriment to accomplishing tasks, uh, getting to objectives. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to go all the way from the country club or as I call it, douche town USA. Just joking. If you're in a country club, have fun there. It's great. You probably don't know how to golf, but enjoy your time. Um, and then all the way to the Magic Kingdom, Disney World. So, yeah, get your mind right because we're going to bring those two worlds together uh, in a fun and exciting way. So, anyway, I hope you guys enjoy. I think I only curse once, but if you look at the title of the show, I had to. Anyway, so hope you guys enjoy the show. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Lift off. We have a lift off. Go and drop up. Nice to be in orbit. And we're live. Hey. Ah. <laughs> Miles is like, you clicked me again, son. <laughs> How's it going? Good, how are you? I'm doing all right, Steve. Um, Steve? Just had to say something Ooh, to make, you yeah. know, you seem like you're on your game. I had to put my finger down, flip it in reverse. Um, <laughs> so, uh-oh. Um, anyway. Uh-oh. Everything okay? Yeah, I meant to write a message on there for Matt because he's mm-hmm. looking now, but I forgot. Sorry, Matt. Deal with it. You can check out the schedule, though. Yeah, it's not that exciting. Um, so here's the deal. <laughs> yes. We have a deal. topic today. We do. And I just want to dive right in. Mm-hmm. So you had an event to attend. Right. It was a wedding. Yes. Uh, a fun, glorious occasion. Yes. A celebration. A union of two hearts. Yes, it's fun. It's, it's exciting. Great. So, and, and Everybody I, likes love. Sure. Um, and part of the ceremonies. Yes. Was it the the pregame, the yes. rehearsal dinner? Yes. Right. Rehearsal dinner was at a country club. Right. And I remember the morning you were getting ready to go, you were looking through your closet, you were looking through all your stuff, and you were like, oh, is this good enough? Is that good? And I <laughs> I went on like a 20-minute tangent. Uh-huh. Well, I finished packing. <laughs> about my disdain for that whole notion. Right. The exclusivity. Of like, oh, you, you have to wear a collared shirt. You have to wear khakis. You have to wear, like, shut up douche nozzle right right here's the deal go ahead go ahead i'll rant in a minute right i my my thing is like you dress appropriately for the event sure and there are certain events that are dress up events yes certain events that you show up in whatever you show up in Uh uh-huh and that is an accepted norm right here's my problem right you're talking about events Right. I'm talking about space. Right. And I I think the thing with with the events, it's like like when you used to fly on an airplane, Uh you got dressed up because it was a special occasion. You were doing something outside the norm. And that was part of the way you show that you respected uh, the event and the money and the time and the effort that went into planning it. I'm just ready for the so I can go. Okay. Ready? Uh Uh-huh. Set? Yep. Hit it. Okay. So here's the deal. (laughs) I, I agree with... Your your analogy about when you used to fly and you used to dress up, I get it. Like I don't like people wearing their pajamas on the plane either. Right. However, right. we also used to do a lot of things we don't do anymore. Right. Because right. the earth grew up some. Right. Um, and it's like it's a throwback to this old money bullshit mm. of like 
well, you got to look like us and dress like us to come in our building. And right. it's so gross. Right. It's so gross. Right. I was in a uniformed organization for a very long time. Mm-hmm. The uniform existed not so we all looked alike. So there was acceptance. It was to break down any of that ego nonsense that right. I've got, you know, Ralph Lauren and Abercrombie and you've got Walmart. Like no one right. cares. You're all wearing the same crappy made by the lowest bidder military grade junk. Right. That's what military grade military means. Grade. In case you're curious, <laughs> it's not a badge of honor. It's not something you should put on your business. It's like, this was military grade. Anyone who's in the military knows that means that's trash. <laughs> that is, that's the thing that's never going to get used on. I go buy my own stuff. <laughs> it was cheaply made. Military grade. Um. Anyway, <laughs> I just the notion of it infuriates me. Right. And so it's that exclusivity is what we're talking about right. and how much it sucks. Well, the what I mean, what's the problem with it? The problem with it is that you get a lot of posers. You you get a lot of posers, <laughs> sure. You get that it becomes this idea that you know it, it that's why I titled the show what I titled it. And I'm gonna use the word that I rarely ever use on this show, but it's oh. in a quote context. So, you know, if you're watching, you can see me do this mm-hmm. quotes, but Brad Pitt says it in Fight Club. Right. And it's one of the most iconic lines in that entire film and it spoke to my generation right and it's you're not your fucking khakis you are not what you have on you're not your clothes dude like and to quit objectifying people by what they've got on that that is their worth is nonsense right that's why it bothers me so but those spaces even still exist that you've got to wear whatever to get in like dude give me a break right (laughs) it's so asinine because Man. You shouldn't have to pose to have a lot of money listened to. I mean, me, you have value or worth. Because, I mean, in, in our life experience, we have known a lot of people who had a lot of really nice things who turned out to be real. Absolute mouth-breathing assholes. Yeah. Yes. And we've known a lot of people who really struggled for everything that they had. And it, that wasn't much. Who were brilliant. And, Look, and, dude. A blast to be around, you know, and, and I, that's the thing. Like, I can speak to it my, at any moment. My time in the southeast, yeah, right. Uh, right. spent a lot of time on two wheels, yeah. And I remember walking into places we're, we're filthy, you know, we've been riding for two, three days, like right. bugs in our face and our hair, and we're just gnarly. <laughs> and I was like, these are the best humans on the planet, yeah, they're super intelligent. Yes. 90% of them had served their country, right. they're all like entrepreneurs or in some whatever, like whiz bang genius job, right. and there's zero ego, they don't care what and, you've got and on. Very generous, yes. I mean, <laughs> you had every every spectrum of human being right. together, yes, coexisting, getting along, yes. And I, so, we, you and I were talking about the topic, and I, I was kind of you know, thought about just going full ham for an right. entire episode about like you people suck, knock it off, quit being douchebags. Right. But we, right. as quit conversations, people right. by the appearance or where, what they live or what they drive sure. or that kind of stuff. Cause it's gross. Yeah. But as conversations do, they, it morphed and we're like, Oh, that let's do that. Right. Here we go. And so we'll set Positive it up mindset. real quick. Yeah. Because there, there is an alternative. Yes. And there's, so there's a space on the planet. And it's a, it's like a 50 foot box that exists <laughs> and I've only seen it in existence in this one place. Yeah. Um, so for anyone who hasn't been there, I'm sure you've seen it outside of the magic kingdom and Disney world. Yeah. There is a Mickey head made out of flowers, that place, um, <laughs> a Mickey head made out of flowers. Right. And, and in, it's gorgeous yeah. year round. And it is the 
besides taking a picture in front of the castle, the castle, sure, you get a family picture. Got to do it in front of it's, the flowered Mickey head. It's iconic. It is, and it's gorgeous. And behind it is the train station, right? And it's just it screams. I'm a magic kingdom. Yes, and it's larger than life. Sure. You know, you stand in front of it and you're tiny and it's it's incredible. Right. And so we we have a progression of photos of our family in front of this. And yes. what's crazy about it, like this last time in particular, but every time, mm-hmm. what happens in this 50-foot box that exists in front of that <laughs> flowery Mickey head yes. is I will hand a $1,000 device <laughs> right. with all of my name, my address my all my information right. my banking stuff is right. there all everything i've media, got yeah i will hand this piece of equipment this time with someone who didn't even speak english no not well like, these folks were from africa right and they were getting ready to do their photo op and we're going to do our photo op and i was like hey brother you want to swap phones and i right. can get one of your whole crew and because otherwise dad's not in the picture mom's not in the picture right so you and right and you have to take turns then right so there's two one with you and one with me right. and then you how do you mush them together <laughs> and we've been there a bunch of times yeah and never have we ever experienced someone going no thanks right everyone so and we're going to break down a few different things that happen in this 50 right. foot box right. but the first one is everyone's like yeah that's awesome Right. Like, Everyone immediately smiles at you and says, thank you. Yes. And hands over their $1,000 device, $1, device <laughs> to do the same thing with. Right. right. And so just that in and of itself is crazy. Yeah. That, that, that idea that I'm going to hand off this thing. I mean, people right. guard their phones like, like, like you guard your phone. Right. You got all your stuff in it. Right. Like it's a $1,000 device right. with all your stuff. <laughs> but not there. In that moment, it's totally cool. I trust you. Like right. there's an unspoken level of human that yeah. starts to unfold here. Right. And what's crazy is there's so much more to it than that. Right. And as we were talking about it yesterday, it's like, I don't know you at all. Right. We're from completely different places on the planet. Right. We don't speak the same language. Right. But we have a shared goal. Yes. And it's a big shared goal. <laughs> our big shared goal is for our two units, our two tribes, our two families right. to have a great day here. Yes. And it starts right here with this picture. Right. And so there's immediate buy-in. Right. <laughs> and what's crazy, like this last time, and I caught myself doing it, and I noticed him doing it. Mm. It's like I could do one photo for them and be like, there you go. And he could do the same thing. Right. But this dude was like three shots up here, three shots down mm-hmm. here, taking a knee. Like, right. It, it's bananas. Right. And you, you're doing your very best. Yes. You're doing A-level work for a total stranger. Right. From a different country right. <laughs> that you've just met. Yes. Yes. There's no ego. <laughs> There's no, There's no right. khakis. Right. Because you're, it doesn't make any difference what the other family looks like. The thing that's crazy is as you walk up, there are people waiting. Waiting. Patiently. There's, and that's the thing. Like, if you've never been there, bless your heart, you got to go. But yeah. th- there's no line. For this. No, it's just you open. just kind of amoeba up, right. and everybody kind of takes accountability of who was there first, and you know who might need a little extra time, and everybody just relaxes there for a second. And as each family goes up, and whoever they've traded their device with, right. you know, everybody is watching. And you would think it would be kind of awkward and weird, but it's like you go up there and you smile at the person that's taking the picture, yes. who's a total stranger. And you look over and everybody else is smiling at you. Everyone too. is silently Every- rooting for right. you. Everyone is helping you. Right? Everyone's <laughs> helping you have your best, brightest smile. And, you know, 
all trying to get the attention of the kid that's not looking. Right. You know? And the, the point you brought about waiting, I think, is a big deal. Yes. Um, because humans suck at waiting. Right. We, people right. suck at taking turns. Yeah. I mean, you were a kid. You ever tried double dutch? Good luck. <laughs> like, someone's getting hurt, right? Yeah. <laughs> people suck at taking turns. That's why lines were created. Right. Because no one could just be like, you're next. Right. You're forced oh, no, to I'm wait. next. And, in a particular order. <laughs> and, pe- you know, people will bully themselves to the front of mm-hmm. everything. But whatever it is in that 50-foot box, it doesn't happen. No. People are like, no, no, you were here. And right. the only the only conflict you'll see is someone like, no, no, you were definitely here. Right. No, you I'm guys not, go no, ahead. Go ahead. And then, you know, they might be like, oh, it's going to take us a while. We've got grandma in the right. wheelchair and we got two toddlers and whatever. You guys go and ahead. And he's like, are faster. you sure? Right. Are you sure it's okay? <laughs> they're like, oh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> and what's crazy, and so, you know. We're, we're talking about there's no ego there. There's It's just, you know, buy-in. It's shared experience. Right. And what's awesome to watch is because there are some folks that don't stop there. They don't right. stop in this 50-foot box of magic. And you see them the rest of the day, and they they act like douchebags. Right. They've elbowed their way through all the security. And right. through the little you do your fingerprint and scan your magic band so you can go in. And, and you walk and they're the just rushed. Bridge, they're just rushed. And they're just in a hurry. And they're snaking through everybody. But what's <laughs> interesting is when you – when you watch the families, because you'll see them again later, you yes. know, like you remember everyone who was there, right. those magic box with right. you. And when you see them later, like all those folks are chill. Yeah. Like, and it's funny because you'll go under the bridge there with a few other families that were just there. And it's like a different vibe coming off them altogether. Right. But it's because there was a shared human moment. Yes. Right. And so you realize like all the people in front of you, all the people coming in behind you, everyone you're going to stand in line with that day, like. We're all just people first trying to have a good time. Right, right. Well, I think the other thing, too, is it's like when you when you do the picture and you're patient and you're helping all this stuff, you kind of made this public declaration of we're here to have this experience. Right. And it's going to be a good experience. And, and it's going to be good because we've declared it right now by being patient and helpful. And we're going to have our turn to go up and smile. And then we're going to wait while your family gets set up and take their picture. And then we're all going to calmly walk through you know under the railroad thing right. and and see mickey for the first time and we're gonna like and it's you gonna know great long distance high five later right. in the line like there's the <laughs> guy like, oh hey <laughs> and so i you know as you and i were discussing that and kind of jiving up those two different mindsets right the you can't come in unless you look a certain way right and then the, the complete opposite end of the spectrum where it's like we're all just people having fun. Right. It doesn't make any difference. You, it, you <laughs> never hesitate to ask somebody who's standing there. It doesn't make any difference what they look like or if you don't understand them, there's enough sign language right. you can figure it on your own. Everybody knows what, what you're asking. And when you start boiling down the differences, it's it's crazy because like that exclusivity on the, the country club side of things, no offense to you if you're in a country club. Like, right. That's I'm not a, saying you're necessarily a douche. Right. <laughs> I'm just it saying. It's just a low hanging fruit right. example. It's an of, example. Right. Places that you can't come in unless um, you look a certain way. You got to wear whatever. Like dress code. Dress codes are stupid. <laughs> I, I don't care. Yeah. Like, unless you're in a private school, whatever, do your thing, boo boo. But yeah. I think dress codes are dumb. I, right. I don't think what you have on is a litmus test for your value. Right. Well, I think the problem with the dress code is that it trickles outside of whatever the job is yes. or whatever the career. And so you start looking at people as, oh, they don't have a polo on or right. they, the thing is, is though, is it works the other way too, where it's like, oh, you're not a t-shirt and jeans kind of guy. Well, we can't be friends then. Look, man, I was in high school in the nineties. Everyone had a polo on it and there was plenty of douchebags. Okay? <laughs> right. But 
There's so, other ways to identify character flaws than by clothes. <laughs> interesting to me, like one of the big things that sticks out is on that side, the dress code side, the mm. exclusivity side versus the other is like, this immediately causes resentment. Yes. Like, it doesn't matter what side of it on. If you're right. the one saying you can't come into the ones not allowed in, right. there's resentment there. Yes. There's, and a whole bunch of self-confidence issues that start right. stemming from that. There's unfortunate ego at the top right. that, you know, is probably pretty, pretty empty and not really backed by any real value. Right. Um, and then there's this, like, I'll just never be enough at right. the bottom. And it's toxic. Yes. And then on the other end, it's like, it, I don't even care if we speak the same language. Right. Let's make this happen together. Right. <laughs> and the result is so profoundly different. Yes. Yeah. And it, it sets the tone for the whole rest of the experience. Right. <laughs> and so because we have to do it, mm-hmm. uh, nature of the show. Right. It's, and it's part of why I started the company in the first place was here's the leadership bit. Right. We knew it was coming. Leaders in corporate America, in, in corporate anywhere, right? Unfortunately, what happens is you get to that khaki level. Yeah. You get to that suit and tie level and it's them and us then. Yeah. It's us up here and them down there. Right. It's no more humans first. Right. right. All working together. And part of why I always had good results as a leader was because, you know, I remember the first time I took over a mortar squad, mm. which is a big deal. It was, I was young in my career. Like yeah. I may have leapfrogged a few friends and there was a little resentment. And I remember, you know, I took over the section I grew up in, which is a sketchy thing because right. you've still got folks that have been there with you. Right. And so now you're the guy in charge and it's like, you could create resentment really yes. quickly. Yes. Um, and I remember I, you know, two of them were my peers, mm. like my friends. Yeah. And I told them both, I was like, look guys, like, I'm just the dork that's got to go to the meetings now. <laughs> like I still, we still need to make this happen together, dude. Right. Right. Like I can get all the information. I can help come up with a good plan. Like I can do all this right. leadership stuff, but without you guys, it fails. Like right. I need you right. to make this win. Right. I mean, then that's a genuine team right. mindset. And if the same thing happens in that 50 foot box. Yeah. I could take a picture all day. You could take a picture all day, but to make it work the way we want it, mm-hmm. I need other humans right. to come and work with me. Right. We got to work together on this to make it what we want it. Right. And when you approach it as a human, not yes. as the guy with, and you're the one without, right. You get so much more buy-in from people. Yes, definitely. <laughs> and it, you know, we got to talking like, how can we, how can we spread that box to the whole world? Right. Make the box bigger. Right? <laughs> because it immediately puts you in a better mood. Yes. The thing is, like, I, I've i never gone in front of those flowers and asked anybody what they drove. No. How much money they make. No. What their job is. <laughs> right. I don't care. Right. We're working together towards a common goal as humans. Right. That's it. Right. And the thing is, is that if there is follow-on conversation, like, because there are a lot of people that were like, oh, I like your tattoos. Right. You know, and what do you do? Like, they they feel like your tattoos point to it, a particular kind UFC of UFC fighter is typically the one we get. A lot of people think that or that some kind of musician right. or something, you know, I mean, that kind of thing. And so, but then it's it's kind of fun to share like, oh. No, I'm saying. Right. Success coach and I'm, public speaker. Right. I'm a coach. I'm a public speaker. I, you know, 
spent a whole career in the army. Right. And so, but it leads to the ne- the other person saying, what do you do? Like, right. you know, and so it breaks down those preconceived notions of a person looks a certain way. So they it, must yes. be yes. this thing. I mean, here's the other thing. Like I've known, like you brought up posers at the very beginning. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've known people from that world. You and I have a shared friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, who shall remain nameless, but I will say it is a female and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about then Mm -hmm. um, who grew up in that world, in the country club (laughs) world, in that scene, in the haves, the Mm -hmm. big time haves, the super spoiled haves. (laughs) And I've never met anyone who hated it more. Yeah. She hated that scene. She Mm -hmm. hated that whole thing and, you know, rebelled against it to her detriment a lot of the time (laughs) because it was just gross for her. Yeah. And it felt, disingenuous even though she was a part of that like she was born into it they had the all the things right she hated it yeah and i think that so many people like if you're from there or you see it like oh man it's it's (laughs) look dude i left a career Mm -hmm. making a lot of money and part of it was like i get to pick what i wear Right. You know, like, right. I'm not going to lie. Part of my entrepreneurial journey was like, I don't want to wear your stupid ass polo. <laughs> yeah. Because why? Right. It didn't change the interactions I was having no. with people all day. It didn't change the way I led. You know, I was having a conversation with my best friend ever on the planet mm-hmm. yesterday. Yeah. Um, he's not in America right now, but what's up, Matt? Um, and we, we have a, We've just known each other for so long. So it doesn't matter how long it's been since we talked. Like we can just slip right into it like it was yesterday. And we're having a conversation about he's still active duty Mm -hmm. and he's a Mm -hmm. SAR major. And we're talking about like, you know, AR 600-1, which is the wear and appearance of the military uniform, Mm army uniform. That's the regulation for that. And he and I always kind of walked the gray line. Right. Um, on what was allowed and what was not. Haircuts were a little, it was right on the line. Right. Like hair was a little long, a little but still within standard. Right. And we were talking about this yesterday. Like I have never, like he and I have been filthy with blood that wasn't ours on us. Right. Haven't shaved for three days. And it did not impede this right index finger from doing its work. Right. It never stopped me from doing the function I was there to do. Right. And so if you're judging people's merit and value, based off of how they look, you're just wrong, dude. Yeah. You're just wrong. Yeah. Like we were so far outside of what was allowed. Right. And still super proficient at what we were doing there. Yes. I mean, I remember I hadn't shaved in three days. I had spent the night next to a dead body. And the next morning I got a Valor device. Right. Like it right. didn't make me bad at my job because I was filthy and, right. you know, out of I'm uniform. Shaven. Right. I was still really good at what I did. Right. And so when we quit looking at how you appear, mm. now, here's the deal. I'm not saying like. Right. You don't show up to an interview in your ripped t-shirt and your no, flip flops. Like, no. Come on. Common sense here. Apply this with some common sense. And that's, that's <laughs> a, a specific instance, that right. job interview thing. That is thing. an event. Like you right. were saying it's like at the, the beginning. Wedding. It's right. like the wedding. You, you dress interview. for the event. Right. Of course. Right. But if I'm walking down the street and I judge right. someone based off how they look. Right. I'm a shit bag. Yeah. Straight up. Right. Or, or, you know, I think one of the common interactions that happens is like you're going into the gas station and someone holds the door for you and yeah. 
whoever it is that holds the door for you, depending on your comfort level, is how kind you are. Right. And that's really not fair. It's gross. Because they've already put themselves out there to hold the door for yes. you. Whether they're looking at you in your eye and they're smiling or they're staring at their phone, like, regardless, you have control of you. You represent yourself well and show the person that, you know, the five foot tall, you know, right. girl in workout clothes and, you know, whatever is just as nice as the girl. I mean, look, you look bougie. Don't be, it's all right. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you know, if if it's like. But it's it their perspective immediately changes too because they're putting themselves out there and you have a certain aesthetic. Right. And then when you're kind back, like, oh, damn, I didn't see that coming. Right. Oh, I didn't expect that. That can change every interaction they have for the rest of the day. Right. And, like, you know me, man. Like, I don't care who you are or how you look. Right. And because of that, like, vouch for me on this because some people watching don't know. Like, <laughs> I am daps and hugs with strangers in 10 seconds. Yes. Absolutely. Like, we're bros immediately. Right. Because I'm cool. I don't care. Right. I don't care. Right. And I think the other thing, too, is it's like, you know, you you have to make it a habit. Yes. You have to put yourself out there and it might be uncomfortable, but you know, we've, we've lived all over the country and there are some places where it's a lot easier for me to walk in and the person's holding the door and we go, thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful day. And there are some times where it takes me taking a deep breath and like, right. I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a limb here right. and, and thank you so much. I hope you have a great day. But you know, you know what's wild? But you don't stop yourself from doing it. Is it's get out of your comfort zone. It's a selfishly selfish, selfless thing. Yeah. Because when I do that all day, everywhere I go right. with the dude at the gas station, with the clerk at the grocery store, right. with the person at the, the front of the dentist office, whoever right. it is, like right. I have a really fun day. Right. The because people aren't used to you humaning. Right. They're not used to other humans being kind. Right. They're like, whoa, what's up, man? <laughs> I know. I'm like, yeah, I'm the party. You want right. a business card? Well, <laughs> the crazy thing is, is that like at the dentist, right? because we are nice people, Six months later, when we go back, they're like, they're like oh, hey, I don't, that was the whatever thing that we were talking about when you six months later at a dentist office who sees hundreds of people in a week. Right. You and know? so and that, I think, is, is a good spot to kind yeah. of start to tie it up is that you're not your khakis. Right. You shouldn't be judged based off your appearance. Your real merit is how you human. Right. How you person with other people. How do you treat other humans? It sounds so trite and cliche to say pump into the universe and i kind of bashed that notion a little bit last week but the reality is like if if you do that if right. you just human better then people will respond in kind you know what i mean like it's yes. going to be a better situation for you yes yes and and you you learn about yourself and you learn about other people and you start breaking down some of those stereotypes that are out there and and some of the negative things that just happen because people start to build up walls. Right. So, you know, <laughs> be a nice human. Be a nice human. It's not that difficult. No, it's not. Quit, be, quit being so judgy. We had a camera issue. Oh. It's just my face now. Sorry, guys. I'll take me out of there. We don't want to see it. Anyway, so that was that. We're going to end on just audio because someone tried to FaceTime call and blew it. But... Um, <laughs> We're still here. We're waving frantically because that's not awkward. Uh, you have anything else to add? No, not really. I think it, you know, look at people the way you want to be looked at. Right. <laughs> you know, you don't necessarily want to be judged 
off the, you know, the, the time you ran into Dollar General in the ripped up t-shirt because you were painting or because that's just what you threw on that you don't necessarily want that to be the representation of your knowledge, of your kindness, of your generosity. And everyone you come in contact, you should be offering the same amount of grace to. Right. Just, just human better. Yeah. That's it. Yep. All right. That's it. Hope you guys <laughs> enjoyed it. And we will talk to you next time. Bye. All right, folks, there you have it. That was the show. Uh, a little technical difficulties there at the end. It's okay, though. Not a big deal because I fixed the audio because I fix things. Um, but, yeah, so that was it. Hope you guys got something out of that. It, it's not that hard to human better. And, you know, it takes a little practice maybe if you're if you're out of the habit. But I would recommend giving it a shot because it's actually a lot of fun. It's a pretty cool way to live your life. So, anyway, that was it. Hope you guys enjoyed it, and we will talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.